Okay, but if you're in the same schools with some of these other people, you're probably doing just as well as they are. All right, so we need to stop picking on people, calling them poor, right? Just because they don't have on a pair of $400 Yeezys, right, doesn't mean that they're poor. It means that maybe they're smart with their money and that maybe they might be able to go buy a car at 16, right, and drive to school while you're still on the bus telling, laughing at somebody's sneakers, right? So you guys want to think about that, picking on each other. It's not cool. Sexual orientation, you know, stop picking on people for what they choose. That's their business. You're not in their bed. You don't know what's happening in their home and, and with their partner, right? Why are we doing this to each other, right? You're learning that from home. You're hearing dad and mom saying it, and you think it's okay. Dad and mom, please start watching what you're saying to other children in front of your children about other people, right? Because these are hurting kids. They're going to school using those as weapons against those children. And then when those children take their lives because of what your child has repeated, right? If you don't feel bad, please give me a call, right? Because you should. When I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our, our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that, and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2, the counselor. The counselor. All right, and welcome back to the counselor. And I am your host, Sheldon Stovall. Uh, today, we're going to continue our discussion on teen suicide, warning signs, and prevention. Um, and information presented in this video series may be triggering to some people. So if you're having suicidal thoughts, contact a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And uh, they'll give you the support and assistance uh, that you need from a trained counselor. Also, if you or a loved one or an immediate family member feel that you're in danger, um, please pick up the phone and dial 911. Um, and if also, uh, you can always go to our website. You can also call our show um, here at the counselor. The number is always on scrolling on the screen. Um, and those of you who may have overcome and have a story to tell, we would love to hear from you. Um, and if you would like to be a guest on the counselor or just kind of talk about uh, some things that you've been through or and you could help someone else, um, please give us a call, um, 413-370-9937. You can email me at promo at the live, or you can slide up in my DMs. All right, so suicide is one of the leading causes of death and older children and teens, right? So this is really big. It's really prevalent, right? It's going on as we speak. Preteen suicide risk tends to be lower. Um, according to the data from the CDC, it shows the highest number of children between the ages of nine parents and 12 died by suicide, and that was in 2018. Okay, so parents, 
you know, a lot of times we're not looking at our kids and we're not noticing behaviors, right? So part of why we're doing this on this show is that we want you guys to start noticing changes in behaviors, right? We want to start saving our young people, all right? And so teen suicide exists. And unfortunately, statistics show that suicide rates in teenagers are on the rise once again, right? So we're looking in the news and we're seeing, you know, children are being bullied, right? And we're being, we're being, and the young man in particular was being told to take his own life by the bullies. So that's, that's concerning, right? So I'm glad that we're talking about this. So experts are not sure yet. But the following theories are what we're going to talk about as to why uh, these suicide rates are starting to increase. So increase access to guns. Number one answer, right? So when they can go up into your cabinet, hey, go get my bullets out my bullet case, and you tell them where the keys are, right? And then all of a sudden they're playing with your gun one day where you're not home, which you know kids are going to do. Right. And boom, something happens. Now what? Right. So a lot of the things, yes, you want to say it's an accident, but what really is going on is the irresponsibility of having access to lethal weapons, right. Or weapons that will take your children out. Right. Uh, increased use of alcohol. Okay. So we're going to talk about parents again. Um, Cause even just doing this work and being in this field, parents, uh, many of these people we ask, uh, the counselor or the therapist may ask, or the psychiatrist may ask, um, how did you start? When is the first time you drank, right? And it's usually, oh, I was 13. I went into my parents' liquor cabinet, right? So alcoholism starts early, especially if they have, again, increased access, right? And then once they start using and drinking more, some people, their bodies can't handle that much and they have alcohol poison and some of them have seizures and they don't make it. They die, right? So increased use of alcohol. The influence of the internet social networks such as Facebook, right? TikTok, Instagram, right? Increased rates of suicide among older teens who have experienced combat or even military-related trauma, right? So even when children are dealing with PTSD, right? So again, counseling, looking at your kids, observing their behavior and their changes, as we talked about in part one, all right? And then working on what's happening, get them connected to a counselor. All right, another leading theory is that the rise in teen suicide may be because fewer teens are being treated with antidepressants when they have depression, okay? So some of them are not taking the medication that the doctor is prescribing. And what are they saying, right? What are the kids saying? Well, I know that a lot of kids, when I have spoken to them, say they don't want to be a test dummy, right? They don't want to be experimented on. That's the, the fable going around, right? And these programs and, and hospital centers and rehab centers that oh, they're being tested on, right? That's not true, right? They're trying to figure out how to treat you for your depression, right? It's a very serious thing. And when the doctor, kids, 
says that you need to be on some antidepressants. We're going to going forward. Okay. Agree to with the doctor, right? All right. Cause the doctor science ethics, um, you know, they agree to certain ethics and, and you know, we need to be able to trust them. Right. So we want to start listening to our doctor. All right. So, um, you can read more information and the FDA warnings about antidepressants as well and suicides. However, since untreated depression is itself a risk factor for suicide, we, um, want to have our teens, um, that are taking antidepressants. They can, you know, if not attended, it does lead to more suicides. Right. So we want to talk to our doctor and even let the doctor know, okay, he's not taking his medications. You know, maybe you guys can brainstorm with the doctor and a therapist on how you can encourage him to start taking or her to start taking their medications. Right. All right. So uh, <clears throat> just some stats I wanted to go over with you guys. Um, so worldwide, about 90,000 teens commit suicide each year with about four million suicide attempts that's a lot right four million suicide attempts parents were not listening to our children right when your kids are coming home with a black eye pay attention that's serious right somebody is hitting them like they're being physically assaulted right so you need to investigate it not say did you beat them up Oh, next time you better do something, right? No, you need to investigate this. They could be get, being bullied to the point where they may attempt on their own life, right? When they feel like they're trapped in a situation because they're stuck in a school with some ridiculous people who don't know how to treat people, right? Who think they can say any and everything to people because no one disciplines them, right? They call them bullies, Right. They're bully their parents. They bully their their relatives. They bully their neighbors. Probably the dad's a bully. So this is something that goes on in that particular home. And unfortunately, you're stuck with them. Right. But you can speak up and say something because these bullying laws are real. OK, you're not snitching. I hate that word. No, you're te- you're talking to someone about something, someone who's threatening your life. Right. That person doesn't belong in the same school as you. You have the right to be able to get up, go to school. Right. Do your homework, raise your hand, volunteer in class without getting picked on by some person that's probably failing every class. All right. So that means that one teenager died from suicide about every five minutes. So globally, suicide is a second leading cause of death among people between the ages of 15 and 29. All right. So there's some reasons, right? Right. There's some risk factors, right? So in addition to untreated depression, all right, untreated depression. And we talked about this a little bit last section. I'm sorry, last uh, portion of the season. We talked about symptoms of depression and what to look for in your teens, right? And even each other, right? Why can't you look next door to your neighbor or your friend and say, Hey, you know, you seem down. All right. And if someone is on medications and they're starting to change their moods, ask them, Hey, are you, are you taking your medication? (laughs) Don't get too deep into it, but yeah, go ahead and ask. Right. All right. All right. So, 
risk factors including previous suicide attempts, right? So when someone um, has made an attempt in their life at some point, right, it's very important that we keep that in the forefront of our mind, right? This is a friend. This is a relative. This is someone that we care about, right? So, you know, we need to pay attention. Um, are they still in therapy? If they start saying, oh, I think I'm better. I don't really want to go to my therapist anymore. You know, let's not give our opinion, right? Just say, hey, um, well, what is your therapist telling you, right? And okay, well, you know, just work with your therapist. And, you know, there should be a treatment plan in place anyway. And, and encourage them to always turn back to their therapist, right? The people that are helping them remain in the land of the living, right? Um, access to lethal means of suicide. Okay, so parents, this is going back to you. If you got a cool new fishing knife, right? Sharper than a two-edged sword, right? It can cut through bamboo and a thin thread. Okay, if you have one of those new things and you leave it on the table and the baby picks it up and bite, decides to bite it, okay? So lethal means. So parents, again, you have to remember when you have children, all right, they're curious. If you have a crossbow with a bow already in it and you have it just in their reach, you know, they don't know that it's going to accidentally go off in their face or almost hit their heart or thank God it was a bad accident, right? This is the time that we start thinking about what we're bringing in the house in front of our children, all right? This is a real thing, right? A history of self-harm, same thing. If the person that you're friends with, um, you know, is a cutter, nine times out of 10, they may do it again, right? So, and cutters do know where they're cutting. Um, so, you know, you see them cutting and thank God, you know, that they're not cutting in places that would make it worse, right? Which leads me to my next portion, a plan to carry out suicide. All right, so friends, if you're hanging out with one of your buddies and... Uh, they mentioned, you know, they've been feeling like they want to take their life and things like that. You know, pay attention, pay attention to what they're saying, because you might be the one that saves their life that day. Right. So usually if someone is telling you a plan that they're going to do it in a certain way, then they're probably going to do it. All right. So you want to, you know, if that's your friend, you want to make sure that that person is safe. Right mood disorders all right so i don't want to talk about the regular ones that scream and holler every night if they broke a nail if they took their phone if they dropped their phone if they forgot it in a car go get you know all the screamers no not the, those are the regular ones that is a mood disorder but that's called a spoiled child right not those we're talking about the ones that are quiet right who really don't talk much but all of a sudden are screaming leave me alone and get away from me and you know, things like that, and I hate you, and I hate my life, and things like that. You start hearing those words coming out. Parents, pay attention. They're just not upset. They may be contemplating, right? So you want to make sure you get them while they're in a pre-contemplation state, right? You want to get them help. Chronic anxiety, same thing. Not someone who's anxious to open up their test scores. Not someone who's anxious to find out if they got into the school. Like, we all get anxious, right? We're talking about someone who 
is always anxious and 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 want to kill themselves anxious like they'll say it like oh i just want to kill myself you know they'll say it out loud right so that that's what we mean right um again previous suicide attempts we talked about that genetics family history of suicide or psychiatric conditions right so if that's going on if there's a family history right somebody's already been to the doctor or if you don't believe in doctors, then you need to go or bring your child, right? So if this has already gone on, and again, we talk about this with teen pregnancy. So if you haven't seen that video, go take a look, okay? You got to understand, you just can't be having children by people you don't know, right? Enough of that. There are some people with family history of a lot of things like chronic disease and, you know, and, 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 dysfunctional and, and inside liver and things like that, that they die early, right? And all of a sudden, you you know, you have a child with someone like that, you have no idea. They never told you because they never thought, you know, it was important, right? And that child is suffering with something early as three years old. Some of you guys need to start finding out some family history, right? We talked about this, all right? So if there's history of this in his family, take mental note of that when you decide to have a family of your own, right? Not saying that that person doesn't deserve love too, but take note, all right? Start asking questions, all right? Conduct disorder, same thing. You know, I don't like it when someone is yelling at their child and, you know, the mother will turn to you and say, wait a minute, you were the same way when you were three. Right? So come on. Sometimes you parents need to pay attention that that child is a lot like you or their parent. So go talk to the mom if they're around and say, hey, was he like this when he was younger? Or was she like that? What did you do? Right? So you want to start learning, right? Ask questions. Uh, stress, stressful events, including breakups, right? We talk about this all the time relationship. TikTok breakups, TikTok, um, you know, couples, online couples, people that have never met each other are crying over breakup. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Literally are crying over breakup and they've never met. You know, so if you hear somebody crying one day and you say, what's the matter? And they talk about their breakup. Ask, have you guys ever met in person? Because you'll be shocked at the end. <laughs> All right family problems, right? Parents, again, sometimes you're arguing, your drama, right, transfers onto your children. Stop arguing in front of the kids, right? Stop arguing in your room and screaming and yelling in the house. Go outside in the car. In fact, just don't do it. Take a break for each other for a second. Right? Yelling and screaming over the kids and in front of the kids. Think about this. And then when things happen, like suicide, we're all crying and looking to blame someone. All right? So, again, we're talking about making changes for the lives of our children. Drug and alcohol abuse. Okay? Watch my segment on substance abuse. Um, it is worth watching and, you know, stay tuned. More counselor coming uh, with substance abuse too. All right. Eating disorders, 
right? And being bullied. So once again, if your child comes home with a black eye or with bruises or scratches or their clothes torn off, pay attention. Go up to the school, find out who these children are, have a meeting set up with their parents, explain to them what assault and battery is and how you need to press charges and do it. Stop it. It's unnecessary. That's the only way that person is going to learn is by having to deal with the court systems. Okay, stop being nice. Parents, these are serious things. Warning signs, okay? So having thoughts of committing suicide, right? So there's warning signs to this, all right? Um, threatening to hurt themselves. So if your child is saying, I'm gonna do it, right? And you don't, oh, no, you're not, I'm gonna do it. It's time to take some matters, all right, to professionals, all right? Looking for a way to hurt themselves, all right? Running to the kitchen to go get a knife, right? Writing about dying and other types of suicide ideation. So any of these symptoms or signs that you're seeing that are happening to your children, all right? I want you guys to remember Always call emergency services first, especially if you feel like your child is in danger. All right. Um, if you like to get some referrals or some information on how you can obtain a, a, a counselor or a therapist, you can give us a call here at 413-370-9937. You can email me at promo at thecounselor.live or you can slide up in my DMs. When I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our, our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that, and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2, the counselor.